Support for this episode comes from SAS. How is AI affecting how you learn, work, and socialize? And what do you need to know to make responsible use of it as a business leader, worker, and human in the world? Find out when you listen to Pondering AI, a podcast featuring candid conversations with experts from across the AI ecosystem. Pondering AI explores the impact and implications of AI for better and for worse with a diverse group of innovators, advocates, and data scientists. Check out Pondering AI wherever you get your podcasts. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi, this is Kara Swisher with a Big Get interview, this time with Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella, the man at the center of the issues around open AI. It's a special drop episode of On with Kara Swisher. Thank you for talking to me, Satya. I'm very excited to talk to you. It's great to be with you, Kara. Uh, so uh, I've got a lot of things to get to. So I want you to sort of give me an overview of where you are right now and what's happening, because this has been quite a story for technology. Um, I, I, I'd like to start with how you found out this was happening. Um, I would say, you know, to your fundamental point, Kara, I am exactly where I was on Friday morning, which is on Friday mm-hmm. morning, if you'd come and ask me where I was and what was happening, I would say, hey, look, I feel fantastic about... Uh, Microsoft and our ability to confidently go innovate in AI as it was in full display at our customer conference from Silicon to co-pilots and, mm-hmm. um, and everything that we were doing and our commitment to our customers as far as the innovation there. And second, uh, our, you know, uh, partnership with OpenAI and our part, you know, and that we are with Sam. Uh, those would be the three things I would have said on Friday, and that's exactly what I would say uh, today. And so on Friday, I get a call saying that, you know, the OpenAI board um, had a decision where they were making a CEO transition. Mm-hmm. And we issued a statement right after that, which said that they, they had appointed Mira, whom I'd known for a long time. Obviously, she was very much part of the OpenAI team. And so we said, yeah, we will continue to work with OpenAI. And so that's kind of what all happened. And so there's no real change, in, at least as far as I'm concerned. I'm, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I, I get that. But they didn't consult you, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, we were mostly working with Sam and the management team yeah. uh, and the so, for-profit entity. And we didn't have any relationship with uh, the nonprofit board, which has the governance of this entity. That's correct. Right. And so... Did you feel like you should have been consulted? At, at the very least, right? Of course, the nonprofit boards have their own commitment to their mission. But for, you know, given who, you know, given all of our investment in open mm-hmm. AI, and it's not even the money and the capital. I mean, the, 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 here's a simple way to think about this. You know, think, Sam chose Microsoft once. Sam chose mm-hmm. Microsoft twice. And someone's got to think about why. 
You know, there is no open AI without sort of Microsoft leaning in in a deep way to partner with this company on their mission. We love their mission. We even love their independence. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have no issues with any of it. We just want, and look, I've always, and I know in Silicon Valley, people talk about, you know, you know who is sort of, you know, uh, getting ahead of the other. Like, I believe in partnerships. In fact, one of the mm-hmm. most understated things in, in is Great partnerships can create lots of enterprise value. Sure. Um, and so I deeply remain, always have remained committed. And yes, they should have, you know, as a partner, I think it does deserve you to be, you know, consulted on big decisions. Right. Yeah. I think I probably found out almost when you did, which I, well, that's fine with me, but not with you necessarily. Um, so your first statement on Friday was pretty diplomatic, uh, saying, uh, and we're going to get to the bigger picture of where AI is going to in a second, but um, as you saw at Microsoft Ignite this week, we're continuing to rapidly innovate in this uh, era of AI. And then you went on to say, we have a long-term agreement with OpenAI with full access to everything we need to deliver our innovation agenda and exciting product roadmap and remain committed to our partnership and to Mira and the team. So, uh, Mira, then uh, they started negotiations. Were you you were part of that, from what I understand, of getting Sam back because Mira had expressed interest in bringing them back. I think she moved up to that CEO position, but was already working to bring Greg and Sam back to the job. Yeah, I mean, I, overall, again, all through the weekend, as um, I, I, I quite frankly the, uh, didn't engage with the uh, with the OpenAI board. The only person I know there is uh, Adam D'Angelo, mm-hmm. um, and you know I was consistent. Same thing I said. Look, we really like uh, you know are very committed to OpenAI. We are very committed to Mira as the interim CEO, and we want to make sure that you know whatever Sam does, you'll definitely do with us, and you should know that. And we would be happy for Sam to come back if that's what you choose to. Uh, and I was very clear that in any which way that we would be supportive of Sam and Greg and all the team because the thing that we didn't want is the team to get splintered uh, yeah. and the mission to get jeopardized. Uh, and our partners and customers, uh, whether they're using OpenAI or Microsoft, but the point is we were very confident in our own ability. We have all the IP rights and all the capability. I mean, look, if tomorrow if OpenAI disappeared, I don't want any customer of ours to be worried about it, quite honestly, because we have all of the rights to continue the innovation, not just to serve the product, uh, but we can, you know, go and just do what we were doing in partnership ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so we have the people, we have the compute, we have the data, we have everything. Uh, And so, but at the same time, I'm committed to OpenAI partnership and that's kind of what Mm -hmm. I expressed to them. and where does that stand? Because you have you have invested, is it $13 billion or $12 billion in the company? It's a complicated thing. Yeah, it's I sort get of, it. we, we have a significant investment. We It sort of comes in the form of uh, not just dollars, but it comes in the form of compute and what have right. you. And, uh, and that gives expensive. us significant rights, uh, mm-hmm. as I said. And, and also this thing, it's not a hands-off, right? We are in there, we are below them, above them, around them. We do the kernel optimizations, we build tools, <laughs> we build the infrastructure. So that's why I think a lot of some of the industry analysts are saying, oh, wow, there is this. It's, it's really a joint project between mm-hmm. Microsoft and OpenAI. Uh, and... And and the reality is we are, as I said, very self-sufficient in all of this. I, I get that. So, but still, you want to know when something like this is happening because they need to deliver the partnership, correct? Correct. I mean, you, you invest thinking that they can deliver what they promised on their Absolutely. side. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
ha, ha, was that a worry for you in terms of if they it, it, putting themselves in this? It was clearly a crisis. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, this was un, unprecedented. I, I I've covered Silicon Valley. I've known you for decades. I've never seen anything like this. I mean, yeah, it's of course. I mean, anytime you have you know, significant turnover of a place, there's always risk. And, you know, there's a key person risk and uh, and then the team risk. And I mean, at, at the end of the day, we can talk a lot about technology and other things, mm-hmm. but it's about human capital of any organization. And so, yeah, I mean, right. I was, that's why, I mean, to me, that's where I go back to what my message over the weekend is, you know, I, I like to keep things simple. I start with, hey, what is the thing that we were doing on Friday morning? We were trying to build great products and great technology and do real research around everything from AI mm-hmm. safety and alignment uh, to the next generation models. I want to continue to do that on behalf of our customers and partners. And what's the best way to do that? Have the people. And so right, let exactly. us optimize. Walk out the door every day. Your exactly. assets walk out the door And optimize for the people. Uh, because, and then, you know, obviously the boards have to do what they have to do around their governance. But my, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm not a part of their board. So all I said is, hey, whatever it is that you're doing, just make sure that you don't compromise the mission of the organization in which we have invested and the people who are behind that, that we bet on. And so that's it. I'm sure that was disturbing coming from you. But talk about Sam Altman. You talked about key people. He is the one that got the investment, who has the relationship with you, as you said. You don't know this board. Um, Talk a little bit about what you thought if he was, you've hired him now to create this new advanced research division. Can you talk a little more in detail about what that means? Yeah, I mean, to me, you know, Sam is someone I've known for a very long time. And quite frankly, in the last, I would say, four and a half, five years that we've worked together closely now in this context, we've obviously gotten to know each other very deeply, not not just as people who know as acquaintances, but as deep professional partners. And so I have Mm -hmm. great admiration for uh, his vision, his ability to bring teams together and push. Uh, And and so that's kind of what uh, I want him to do, you know, irrespective of what happens uh, right now. I just wanted him to make sure that he's able to continue. And he's a very mission-driven guy. He wants to sort Mm -hmm. of continue to push this advanced AI uh, work that he and Greg and team were doing. And so, quite frankly, right now also, the way we will do this is that team will come and they'll join Microsoft and we'll continue to work with OpenAI. So nothing changes. After all, we Mm -hmm. we had many engineers from Microsoft uh, who were also working with OpenAI uh, on Friday. And... Uh, so we'll continue to do the same. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to jump ahead of myself, but more than six hundred now, or more of the employees want to leave at the company. So there's not much AI to work, uh, open AI to work for, if that happens. Yeah, I mean, this is where you know, this is where I leave it to individual employees to decide and their board to decide what happens. But I, as I said, I, this is we will definitely have a place for all AI talent to come here and move forward on the mission. Uh, And we will be supportive of whoever remains even at OpenAI or whatever. Like, I mean, to me, I kind of look at it and say, hey, three things are, all three things have to equate for me. At the end of the day, I'm doing things that are meaningful for my customers and I'm going to continue with partner with OpenAI and I'll continue to make sure that Sam and team are supported. Let's finish with talking about, so what is the advanced AI team what does that mean? And how are you going to fund it? How, where's hey, it going to be? What's that? Where's it going to be? Uh, it, the it's going to be like, it? you know, think of it like how we organize GitHub or what have you. It'll mm-hmm. be, a, you know, a, a real a, a team inside of Microsoft where one of the things we have learned, Kara, and I mentioned this, I think, in one of the, uh, whatever you call them now, Access, I think, um, mm-hmm. um, the 
the idea that, you know, we learned everything from having created GitHub, LinkedIn, Mojang mm-hmm. Studios, how to have, you know, innovators and builders who come to Microsoft and then continue to have a cul- an identity, a culture, mm-hmm. a spirit to do things. LinkedIn. Uh, and so Wiener. therefore, that'll, that's kind of how I look at it. So having an advantage, I mean, like Microsoft research, I mean, think about this, right? Microsoft research has a strong heritage uh, of doing some mm-hmm. of the foundational works. In fact, some of that was even in display, right? As, as we talk about large models, one of the leaders of what we call small language models is Microsoft uh, and right. some of the stuff that we announced at Ignite. So I kind of felt like, hey, great. If Sam and Greg and crew can come, we can now create another specialized unit, very focused on what we were doing uh, as next generation. We were already talking about what comes in 25, sure. what comes what, in 30. What kind of funding does this get from we, Microsoft? I mean, so the beauty of anything inside Microsoft is I don't have to talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like you to right? tell me. That is the beauty of it. Uh, it's just the yeah. small numbers that get talked about. I mean, this well, is the, you might the other. Have some billions laying around if everybody leaves. Yeah, this open is the, AI. the silliness of question. it all. Is the little acquisitions we make and the little investments we make get more press than all of the money, which is the organic investment we make. But that's the world, I, and that's I get okay. That. By I know us. you're doing a lot of research, but I think you, you know, a lot of people, and I am among them, think you just possibly got this company for free. This, uh, you know, if all these employees go over, were you surprised by how many employees were backing Sam? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, that I think speaks to you know Sam and uh, his mission-driven approach to building teams, which obviously I admire a lot. Um, and you know, I I think that you know if you know if that is the eventuality, then great. But you know, I I don't think of this as again like, hey, somehow we are trying to use this to get something for free, as you described. I I mean, we mm-hmm. we we were happy on Friday morning. Yeah, I get so, it. I have no interest. I, I think. Let me say, you're in a better position. You're you're in a better position. You are. I was in a good position, Kara. This is where I think most okay. people sort of overestimate, underestimate. Like there is nothing okay. that has really changed. Uh, on Friday, I could have done exactly what I'm going to do today. I think that mm-hmm. yes, it's sort of better copy, but there's no real change. What what is just? In fact, on Friday I was more productive than the weekend. Mm-hmm. Let me put it yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. So you, so with this new unit, it'll be, sit within Microsoft. It could have quite a lot of the OpenAI employees who have been promised jobs. Is that correct? That's correct. I mean, we, we we said, yeah, anyone who wants to join us, because one of the things I want, I want to be, let's face it, right? There's a lot of competition for AI talent, and I just want to make sure, and the AI talent wants to go where there is significant compute and resources and data and all of those assets that we have. And so, therefore, I just wanted to make sure that in a world where people have choices, if they're going to leave OpenAI, that Microsoft was a choice for them. Right. Uh, you know, Mark Benioff's trying to hire. He just sent me a tweet. <laughs> He's trying to grab some of those people. I'm sure everybody is. Um, do you know, uh, as you're working, but you continue, you will continue to work with OpenAM no matter what happens. Do you know the interim, the newest interim CEO, Emmett Shear? Yeah, I have, you know, I, I had not known him before, um, but I met him for the first time last night. Oh. Uh, Okay. And uh, I've had a couple of subsequent conversations and I relate essentially the same uh, message uh, that I just told you, Kara, which is we are committed to our uh, customers and the innovation and them and, and, and Sam. And he knows that and, you know, um, and he's good with all of that. And that's why I even uh, put out the statement yesterday, uh, last night, when I first came to know that he was going to be the new interim CEO. Yeah. I get that. But that you were more excited for the SAM ac- uh, acquisition, I would say. the SAM, I'm going to call it the SAM acquisition just to annoy you. Um, is he in this capacity at Microsoft? Could this change if the board leaves and 
he goes back. Are you open to that possibility uh, with more Microsoft uh, board presence? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, that's not obviously my... Yeah. So if something happens where their board and people decide that, you know, they want to get back, as I said, to some kind of a state. And one thing I'll be very, very clear is we're never going to get back into a situation where we get surprised like this ever again. And so therefore yeah. that, that that's done. And so uh, so therefore, uh, if anything, we're much more resolute that we cannot have our customers and so on feel like there is any you know, going to be surprises. So therefore, yeah, we'll definitely take care of all of the governance issues and anything else. Uh, and as I said, we have all the rights. So therefore, we will make sure that if so that, we go back to operating uh, right. like on Friday, we will make yeah. sure that we are very, very clear that uh, the governance gets fixed in a way that we really have most surety and guarantee that we don't have surprises. That's all. Don't have surprises. That mean a board observer or a board seat? We'll sort of cross that if that happens, you know, but I think that uh, we will we'll need to make sure that we our interests are solid. And it's not like I felt that on Friday morning, somehow our interests mm-hmm. were not solid. Uh, but we've learned a lesson or two and we'll make sure that we will double down on. And as I said, I think the key thing, I think, at least for our you know, our customers is to know that this is where I look at it and say is that if even any everything disappeared, we have everything we need in order to just continue to keep innovating without a blip. And that I think is the one thing that is not understood by the world. You know, we wouldn't be Microsoft at, at in 2023 with the capability up and down the stack if we didn't have mm-hmm. that. And it's silly for people to keep thinking about like, hey, one company with little technology is going to make all the difference. We are a lot bigger. We love the partnership, but we are not single threaded. We'll be back in a minute. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power the collaboration for teams to accomplish what could otherwise be impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200, or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR, and legal, can stay connected and moving together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Support for this show comes from Virgin Atlantic. Travel can be stressful. I don't think that's a controversial take. Sure, we all love taking a vacation and that moment we finally get a chance to relax, but we're always so focused on the destination that the journey just feels like a means to an end. Well, what if it wasn't? What if the time you spent getting there was just as enjoyable as the vacation itself? That's what Virgin Atlantic believes. That's why they offer loads of special extra touches that make your trip one to remember for all the best reasons. Picture this, you made it to the airport, checked in your bags, and finally have a moment to settle in before takeoff. If you're flying upper class, you could be putting your feet up in a Virgin Atlantic clubhouse at London Heathrow with food made fresh to order and champagne delivered straight to your table with a tap of a QR code. I mean, it's rude not to, right? 
Once you're in the air, the experience continues with deliciously different dining, seriously comfy seats, and the best crew in the sky by miles. Check out virginatlantic.com for your next trip and see the world differently. It is Did you, were you worried about any of the allegations the board made, including Ilya Sutskiver, uh, who has now signed the letter saying he deeply, re- and also noted he deeply regrets his participation in the board's action. But there were some allegations that were, I couldn't find out what they were. I, it was unspecific. Were you, did you have any worries about that relating to Sam? I did not hear anything. Like, uh, so for me, first of all, Ilya is a, a, an amazing scientist and someone. Uh, first of all, he was another core person at OpenAI mm-hmm. that I admired a lot, and I still admire for all the you know unbelievable core work he has done. And um, you know, I was surprised. I mean, this is all I'm also just reading. Uh, I don't know anything mm-hmm. about his opinions about what happened or not, and so on. But nevertheless. Um, I've not heard anything. Uh, and if if the question is about safety, oh my God, that matters. To, I know to Sam, it matters to mm-hmm. OpenAI. As a, in fact, one of the things that I think brought Microsoft and OpenAI together was, hey, look, we're going to build AI that can broadly be, you know, distributed to, you know, so that people can take advantage of it with products like GitHub Copilot or ChatGPT or uh, Copilot uh, in M365 or what have you. And at the same time, we think about alignment, uh, long-term, I mean, both the immediate-term safety and guardrails and the long-term safety research. And these are all we are so allocating no, a lot of. You had no worries about Sam Altman the, that the board had raised. I, I, you know, I'm not aware of any of those things. That and, and even in my conversations with them, none of them were raised to me. Yeah, they, they, they a lot of them said there was no Malfi. It, it certainly left things uh, unclear. That was my issue with it. It was so non-transparent and unclear. If you're making those kind of allegations, calling someone a liar, essentially, um, and and you had uh, you, your your hope is that you do this thing with Sam and also OpenAI stays a company or he moves back to OpenAI and then you stay with more, with more uh, obser- at least observation of the board, et cetera. I mean, so, so fundamentally, I want us to just continue to serve our customers with a roadmap that I'm very confident that uh, about and committed to. And so that's the number one thing and perhaps the only thing. And in order to do that, I'm I on Friday morning, we were partnering with OpenAI and Sam. And today we are going to be working with Sam and OpenAI. Same thing. Will that be the case if this board stays? I, I don't think they will. That's my that's my opinion. Uh, I mean, to me, it's not my decision. So therefore, I <laughs> really don't really have an opinion uh, to express on that. It's for them Mm -hmm. and, you know, others, constituents who have any say on that. But, you know, to me, I was comfortable partnering with OpenAI with their board, and I'm happy to sort of keep working with OpenAI and they, they, you know, they'll have to sort out their their board and what have you. Okay, I have one more specific question. Does this... Would Sam become a potential, I'm not trying to replace you, Satya, but a potential CEO of Microsoft in this case? This is where your future is going. <laughs> you know, let's let's just say that it's fantastic to have lots of capable people who yeah. can become CEOs of Microsoft. Right. And do you think about that now? Have you been there how long? More than... Oh gosh, a long time. I have been here for thirty-two years, and I'm having the I time of my. I'm having the time As of my CEO, life. CEO, <laughs> is it twelve years? Is it? What, no, how many no, years no. I think I'll be coming up on ten as CEO 10. in February. Right. 
Right. But you think of those things. Obviously, you're part of a big company. Not enough CEOs certainly do. But is that something on your mind of where the company's going? Yeah. I mean, look, at, at this point, as I said, the, the thing that I'm most focused on, look, I, is what is it that Microsoft is doing? And mm-hmm. am I able to contribute to build the organizational and institutional strength of this company? and having fun doing so, and I'm absolutely doing that. And then when I think about organizational and institutional strength is what you just said. Like at the end of the day, I'm grounded in the fact that I was growing up in Microsoft. I was not sitting around thinking, oh yeah, someday Steve will retire and I'll become mm-hmm. CEO. I was happy in my job and continue to work on it. And then- Gosh, the rest of us were thinking that, but go ahead, but keep going. to some degree, that's kind of what I think is gonna happen. But both people inside the company and people who are close to Microsoft and who, yeah. Uh, are in our orbit, so to speak. And so, yes, I, I'm, I'm thrilled to be partnering broadly, getting more people interested in becoming CEOs of Microsoft, let's say. Okay, so all this puts a spotlight. I don't want to talk the broader issues around AI because one of the things is set up that I had reported early on was this misalignment between the nonprofit board and Sam's efforts and uh, this split between those who, who see the AI world, between those who see the business opportunity and a little bit of hype and others worried that uh, about the dangers of moving too fast uh, and decel is a word that gets thrown around. Um, how what do you think about this? Where do you where do you stand? Because it seems like these this binary idea, and of course you read Mark Andreessen's whatever you want to call it uh, about you know if you're either with us or against us. What I thought was simple minded, but you don't have to comment. Um, but how do you look at it? Because it seems like that's the split happening. Does there need to be that, or is there this sort of yeah? It's going to be great, and also there are dangers. How do yeah, you I mean, see I think it? The the interesting thing is the, the word you use, the split. I mean the 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 way, at least the op- optimism I have for perhaps this generation of technology is the fact that this debate exists, right? I actually welcome this, right? Which is, hey, look, at the end of the day, you know, as Brad Smith would call it, every piece, every technology ever invented was both a tool and a weapon. And the question is, how can you really make sure that the use of the tools gets propagated and the weapons uh, not so much? And so therefore, us to be able to make sure that uh, we are having that conversation right up front versus sort of dealing with the unmitigated consequences subsequently. Uh, it's got to be welcome. So we, so I have mm-hmm. been, it's not, I don't think of this as a split. I mean, like I think about also this, there's a timeline, right? There is the existential issues in the long run if we lose control of AI and that requires real thought and real safety research, real alignment research that you have to commit to. Mm-hmm. And then the real world harms today, right? Whether it's election interference, deep fakes, bias, bioterrorism, the amount of work we did, whether it's for Bing Chat or Chat GPT or Copilot to make sure that harmful content doesn't get created. Um, so I feel that we have sort of got to work all ends of it on a daily basis. It's not just not talking about it, learning the engineering process, having these principles guide the engineering process, and then having oversight and safety boards and with real teeth. And that's all something that we constitute even with OpenAI. So I am very committed to responsible, safe AI development. So, and at the same time, driving the benefits of it, right? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I, like the, you know, to me, when I see that rural farmer in India who is able to use something that was produced in the West Coast of the United States to have more agency in their life, that's magic. When I see sort of a, 
uh, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere in the uh, the Middle East, a kid can have a personalized tutor uh, because of what uh, we built. That's that's magic, and I want that benefit. And at the same time, let's make sure that all the harms that people talk about, and we take them seriously. I, I know you have to go. I have just one more quick question. Um, so, the the India. Australia cricket thing. So I, I'm so sorry for you there, but are you thinking of buying Australia now? <laughs> that would be like buying open AI. Not, not, yeah. Either not, none of this can be accomplished, but we can partner well Probably with open AI and enjoy Aussies play cricket. All right. Thank you so much, Satya. Thank you for the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kara. All right. Bye. Today's show was produced by the On Team, Naeem Araza, Christian Castro-Rossell, Kateri Yoakum, and Megan Burney, and the Pivot Team, Lara Naman, Zoe Marcus, and Taylor Griffin. Special thanks to Andrea Lopez-Cruzado. Brandon McFarland engineered this episode, and our theme music is by Trackademics. If you're already following the show, you get to pull off the biggest coup in tech. If not, your company will go down in flames. Go wherever you listen to podcasts, search for On with Kara Swisher, and hit follow. Thanks for listening to On with Kara Swisher from New York Magazine, the Vox Media Podcast Network, and us. We'll be back on Monday after Thanksgiving with more. Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Summarize with AI in a click. Writer's block. Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work.